So we were the ones that pioneered taking the EMF out of the heaters. We wouldn't put the heaters into the sauna until they were safe and had low EMF. And that was a lot of fun because we changed the whole industry. We're always in this stressed place, everybody in our culture, right? Right. And, and so that's not healthy because the body just will not put a lot of energy into healing when it thinks it's being chased by a tiger. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast. We are sponsored by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. So this week, we got a really cool episode for you, Dr. Raleigh Duncan, who is a chiropractor and has been involved in the sauna industry for a long time. Uh, if you've been paying attention in the biohacking health fitness um, arenas for the last few years, saunas have become incredibly popular. And it's a topic that we really wanted to dive into. There's a lot of research on them. Um, Dr. Duncan really helped us understand uh, near infrared, far infrared, what type of sauna we should be looking for for specific uh, goals, purposes. Um, we talked about the different uses and applications of saunas, in-home units, what to do if you don't have or, or want an in-home unit. Um, but I think one of the, the, the coolest and, and most applicable pieces of information uh, in this episode is how Dr. Duncan talks about our need to balance the amount of time that we spend uh, in sympathetic and parasympathetic uh, states, um, that, that it's a lack of balance there that can really uh, add to an accumulation of stress, fatigue, uh, inflammation, and uh, and that's that's a really cool thing in this podcast uh, that, that you guys should definitely pay attention to and enjoy. Um, Dr. Duncan is a really, really excellent human being and is doing some really cool stuff. So it was a, an honor and a pleasure to have him on the show uh, and to get to talk to him. So uh, you guys enjoy this show. Please go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the show. If you enjoy the Optimal Performance Podcast, please share it with somebody that you know. Uh, send it to them. Help us. Uh, reach and help more people so that we can have more people in the world who are healthy, happy, strong, and living optimal. All right, enjoy this episode. Ryan Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is first guy I call. Making people's lives better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. All right, guys, welcome to the show. And this week we're talking with our guest, Dr. Raleigh Duncan. Dr. Raleigh Duncan is a chiropractor turned sauna expert and sauna entrepreneur. So we got a really cool episode for you guys today. Uh, Raleigh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for hanging out. Welcome to the Optimal Performance Podcast. Thanks, Ryan. Happy to be here. Okay, cool. Well, we yeah. want to we want to dive as deep as we can into the benefits of of infrared saunas. Um, but before we do that, tell us a little bit more about your background and and how you've gotten to be where you are now. Well, I think it's um, like I said while I was in chiropractic school, I started this company and we started um, distributing, selling, and then designing and building these infrared saunas. So I had a background in manufacturing, and then I learned about the the body and how the body functioned and how the body healed and all this. And then 
the technology of the infrared and how that would work together. So that's the trail we've been leading for about the last 20 years. And the, the biggest benefit is the people that use the product and then they actually get great benefit. That's the most, that's the most rewarding part. And that's what I was looking for. All right. Very cool. So then, uh, you know, with, with your background in manufacturing and, and I know that you guys, uh, you work to design, create, build the saunas that, that you guys have, how have you changed saunas from what was being built or, or what was in existence before you started building your own? Sure. So initially, over 20 years ago, an infrared sauna, we call them toaster saunas now. The heaters were these hot ceramic rods that were actually used to dry paint. And they, somebody threw them in a box and they were like 700 degrees. You couldn't even back up on them. And that was the infrared sauna. That was the state of the art. And as we realized that this high, high temperature wasn't putting out enough really efficient and productive and healing wavelengths, that was the, uh, the pathway in. Then we started finding which, so which wavelengths do really heal the body and what do we need coming off? And then we found that we wanted to surround the body with uh, infrared. And that led us to another heater style. Then we found that uh, some of these big paneled heaters that had the proper wavelengths, they had high, high EMF. So we were the ones that pioneered taking the EMF out of the heaters. We wouldn't put the heaters into the sauna until they were safe and had low EMF. And that was a lot of fun because we changed the whole industry. That, so that's, that's where it all started. All right. So, so let's dig yeah. into some of these. What, what are the wavelengths that uh, heal the body? So the best way to think about it is that we put off infrared from our body. And we do that at about 9.3, 9.4 micron. So um, that's just measuring the distance between the, the crest and the trough coming out. That's the wavelength. So that is what we want to give back to the body. Number one, the number one wavelength is we want to give back the same wavelength that the body puts out. The reason that we're doing this is because a, a Japanese scientist discovered early in the 1970s that if you would give the same wavelength back to the body, you could cause what is known as a resonant frequency. And that's a vibration in the body. And this allows and aids in detoxification. So that's number one. So there, and there's other markers that we uh, wanted to hit along the way and incorporate in the wavelengths to, to heal the human body. But that was the very main one. That was the big door opening understanding about wavelength and healing. So are all saunas uh, emitting uh, that wavelength or just yours? No, they are to some greater or lesser extent. Um, I would say most of the companies that, that I see out there don't really understand, you know, this sort of background of healing and, and what they're doing. So they haven't really targeted it to some extent, but uh, okay. it, it is in the mix. So if you took the wavelengths coming off of most saunas, it would look like this, you would have a, a, like a bell curve trailing off on one side. And at the top, you would have what we call the predominant wavelength. So we want that 9.3 to be up in that range. That's how we design it. So everybody has a little different wrinkle. Okay. So I think most of our listeners are familiar with the fact that saunas are beneficial for our health. Yes. What I want to try to do is pinpoint exactly what about them 
is uh-huh. the, you know giving us these health benefits, yeah. but also you know how do we incorporate their use into our life so that we sure. can get maximum value, maximum benefit. Um, so then, and of course, there, there's so many different types of saunas. One of the things I want to talk to you about are the difference between near and far infrared. Sure. Can you clarify that for our listeners? Sure. So in the, in the infrared spectrum, we have far infrared, and then there's actually mid-infrared, and then there's near-infrared. So the biggest difference uh, between that is that when you think of far infrared, that's a, a, a longer wavelength. And think about it, that's closer to what we put out uh, from our body. As you move towards the near, it's a shorter wavelength. Now, near and mid are very interesting because they will resonate with water. They will be captured by water. Near will not. So near actually penetrates deeper into the body for heating the core. So that between those two and near, I would say that's the main difference. Okay. Uh, near has also been shown to, uh, to help in skin healing, wound healing, things like that. So there are some specific uh, healing regimens that uh, near is known for. But that's the basic difference. So when you get to near, that resonant frequency, that vibration of the water cluster that's helping the toxin to be eliminated, that's not happening. So you always have to have the far over here. So that's the biggest, okay. biggest difference. So yeah, yeah. And, and I guess you're probably familiar with scientific research enough to know that you know people can present research in any way they want, so that it says yes. you know basically whatever they want it to say. And I think what you know I've seen studies that say you know near is what you want. I've seen studies that say far right. far is what you want. But it sounds like each has a different application and that we want a sauna that has the potential to deliver all three near, far, and mid. That's, that's correct. And we offer a sauna like that, but then probably for 18 years of our existence, we provided only far infrared saunas and 90% of all the healings that uh, we were involved with and people contacting us were far infrared. And so I'm, I'm very comfortable with that. Okay. Uh, the near does some other things, which I think are great, and we incorporate them. But, um, you know, really, Ryan, it's like anything. If all you have is a Finnish-type sauna with a box of hot rocks, mm-hmm. and it's just heating the air, there really isn't a, a lot of uh, infrared coming off, gosh, use that. You know, it's sort of like whatever you can use, get in the sauna, and you're going to get benefit. And then from that level on, we try to drill down and make it better and make the time you spend in the sauna heal you on a deeper level, but, uh, any sauna you have, use it. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, unless it has high em- EMF, don't use that one. Okay? That's, and that's Sorry. the next, <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the next yeah. question. So e- high EMF, um, talk to us about what that is, why it's dangerous, uh, how you guys okay. eliminated it. Okay. So EMF, uh, uh, is an electromagnetic field is basically in the world health organization came out and said that you should not expose yourself to anything greater than three milligauss for any extended period of time. Now, those first heaters I told you about that I saw out of Japan, the very large ones that most everybody used, they would bury the needle. They would be 100 milligauss. And so people were actually getting in these saunas and getting blasted by 100 milligauss of uh, EMF. So it wasn't a good thing. So EMF is all around us. 
when you think about um, cell phones, high tension wires, microwave. If you ever, if if whoever uses a microwave now, if you take the EMF reading when that thing's on, you will never stand that close to it again. It just, it's again, it's another one off the charts. So, you know, we have a lot of people trying to heal when they get in the sauna. So we we sought to eliminate this EMF. So I can tell you how we did it. Yeah. Right? It was very interesting. So you have a heater. So let's say this is the heater. First, we thought, okay, we're going to eliminate the EMF by shielding it. And we tried, we put a copper mesh with a DC voltage across it. We put different insulators. And by the time we could insulate the EMF, there was no heat left. So finally, what we did is that the heater is comprised of a copper strip inside on one side and the other. The electricity moves inside across there and it gives off heat because there's resistance. So we made two heaters like this. And then what we did is we took one heater and then we took another heater and we polarized it. Okay. So that that now they're at opposite sides and EMF comes off in this wavelength. So at the top of the crest and the bottom of the trough, it kicks the EMF out. So now with these two heaters sealed together, when one was at the top kicking off EMF, the other one was at the bottom and they canceled out. Nice. So that's what we did. And we've been awarded patents in our low EMF uh, heaters and we we changed the whole industry so that was a lot of fun that's really cool so is that uh do you supply heaters to other uh sauna manufacturers we we do but we did one better so we went and got uh, applied for the patent mostly because on this one we didn't want anyone to stop us from making this style of heaters but right. when as soon as we figured it out we did a YouTube video and we put it out to the entire industry and we said, this is how you make a low EMF heater, guys. You all are welcome to use this any way that you want because, I mean, that would just be mean. That would be like cutting off a water supply or sunshine. So, yeah. well, that, you know. that's, that's very noble uh, to share that. So I guess my question is like from our listener's standpoint, you know, if, we, if somebody's using a sauna that is not theirs, it's not an in-home model. Right. What do they, um, you know, what do they need to look for? Like, let's say they go to the local, their gym or, you know, whatever. Right. What, right. what do they look for to know whether or not, you know, their sauna is near, far, mid, uh, infrared? It, does, it, right. does it have the EMF? Is it not emitting that? Yeah. You know, it's like anything. It's, it's like if you have a healthcare provider or a place that you trust, Hopefully you're not going into places that you don't trust. Ask the people, you know, do a little research, find out. Con you can contact us and say, hey, I want to go to this gym. It's got an XYZ sauna. Um, is that a high EMF or low EMF? So that's one way to do it. The other is you can go and, and purchase one um, pretty inexpensively. There's some good uh, EMF meters out there mm -hmm. for 30, 30 bucks on up. And uh, again, you could contact us we could you know direct any of your people or you may know of some different emf meters we could definitely recommend it's a good thing to have yeah so, you know just around your house yeah absolutely so so while we're on this subject um what give us one or two emf readers that you would recommend and we'll put this in the show notes for for our listeners oh okay um let's see what's the name we just found one on uh Amazon that was about uh, thirty dollars. Let me let me look real quick, and I can tell you in a couple seconds. One, okay. 
Yeah. Um, so while you're looking at that, I'll uh, make a public service announcement for our listeners. Okay. You guys, make sure you go to optimalperformance.com slash Dr. Raleigh Duncan, um, and that'll be the URL for this episode. You'll be able to see the video version of this along with links and, and all the show notes. So that's what we're working on here. We're going to get you some links for a couple of EMF readers. Um, and we'll also have links on that site to Raleigh's site where uh, you can look up Heal with Heat. You can look up Clear Light Saunas. Uh, Raleigh, you want to go ahead and mention uh, your website and your phone number? Yeah, the best thing to do, and uh, we have some specials uh, uh, connected with this podcast. So if you go to healwithheat.com, and the phone number is 1-800-317-5070, and put in the code natural stacks, then there's special sale pricing and a, and a free gift. So that's, um, that's a great, great offer. So that's healwithheat.com. I also want to mention for everybody listening that we uh, we got to hang out with uh, Jackie from Clearlight at uh, at Paleo FX a, a few weeks ago, and that's how all this got started. And uh, Jackie has convinced me to put one of these beautiful saunas in in our hmm. home, <laughs> and and that is definitely something that will happen very soon. So um, when when we get this EMF. Uh, reader for you guys. And again, this will be a link that we'll have on the uh, the show notes. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, how we should use the saunas and some of the applications. Um, so, Riley, I have a question for you then. Given yes, what you've said about EMF, what do you think about using uh, pulsed electromagnetic fields uh, as a therapy source? It seems to be, and I've researched this quite a bit, uh, um, the PEMF, mm -hmm. and the, the ranges in the PEMF, the, at least the ones that I like, are really taking that and they're using the same frequencies that the earth is, is putting out. So that's in a way also supporting life rather than, you know, jarring it with okay. these. You understand, yeah. right? Yeah, but I just yeah. wanted I wanted clarification, and I knew that if that was a question I had, that uh, I'm sure a yes. lot of our listeners were thinking along those same lines too. So, yes, mo most definitely, it's uh, it's definitely to to look into, um, you know. So uh, the the one of the greatest EMF meters we found is called a Lutron L U T R O N. We used to recommend a tri field. Um, but it was an analog needle type, and it mm. needs to be calibrated quite frequently. Okay. We use that for many, many years, and, and now we recommend the Lutron. Okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, um, yeah it's a digital. Okay. So, so let's talk about some of the, the benefits uh, from using saunas. Um, you know, we, sure. We've written a, a pretty extensive blog. Uh, we'll put this blog post in the show notes. Uh, for this podcast, so people can can one click and link right over to that. But um, you know, there's there's tons of research out there to support um, you know the use of saunas. It, you know, everything from improved physical performance to improved recovery. Uh, one study said that uh, using saunas improved lipid panels as much as physical exercise, which I think is fascinating. Right. Um, it is. What have you found? What kind of applications are you guys using? So originally, I thought it was all about detoxification. Okay. You know, that was, that was the big banner that I carried. 
for a long time. And then we've done a, a lot of different, we did a study that we finished up recently with Binghamton University that showed uh, we had uh, people at the university. university did the study. We just supplied our, our light saunas that using the sauna three times a week for 45 minutes and a group that didn't over a period of 16 weeks, participants lost an average of 4% body fat doing nothing else. No, no so, change to diet, exercise, nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Just got, get in the sauna three times a week for 45 minutes and uh, 4% body fat. And that was, that just validated what we had seen. Yeah. That's mind blowing. Yeah. Uh, so, so what are they hypothesize or what are they theorizing is, is the mechanism of action to, to cause that? You know, a lot of it is, is de-stressing the body. And so you're not putting out the bad steroid, you know, and, and also we think it may stimulate human growth uh, hormone within that. So those two things. And, so that's, that's one of the big things that, you know, I said that detox, I thought was the biggest part of this, and it still is huge. Mm -hmm. Detoxing the body, there's 80,000 chemicals that our great grandparents were never exposed to that, that we are now on a regular basis, and we have to get them out of our bodies. But the bigger thing is putting people into parasympathetic, the, you know, the fight or flight or the rest and digest. When you get into the infrared sauna and the infrared wavelengths, penetrate up to an inch, inch and a half at some points, you go into a parasympathetic state. You have vasodilation in the blood vessels, the muscles relax, the, the pain is reduced, and we're always in this stressed place, everybody in our culture, right? Right. And, and so that's not healthy because the body just will not put a lot of energy into healing when it thinks it's being chased by a tiger. <laughs> It says, you know, I know I've got to heal this or this, but hey, let's lose the tiger and then I'll worry about that. So going into this parasympathetic state is just huge. It is so many things get healed. So many diseases get stopped in their tracks if you can spend more time. And that happens automatically getting in the infrared sauna. You know, that is beautiful. I'm, I'm so glad you phrased it that way because I think that's, it's important for our listeners to understand, for everybody to understand that, you know, like you just said, if you're always in sympathetic, if you're in your, you're in that right. fight or flight mode, your body will not devote resources to healing. It just doesn't right. do it. Um, exactly. Like, like you said, it's, it's more worried about survival. So, um, you know, that goes to everything from recovering from one workout to the next to, you know, whether it's trying to recover from being sick or, or deal with traumatic or acute injuries, anything. Yeah. So, um, you know, we talk a lot about things that, uh, you know, in the biohacking world, hacks that help us increase the time that we're in parasympathetic state. Um, exactly. And, uh, you know, one of the, you mentioned fight or flight. So that's a really common way to describe sympathetic state. The parasympathetic is, is also sometimes known as feed and breed. Um, yeah. which I, I love that. I think it's easy to remember. And, and I think that's a, a feeling that most people can, okay. Like I know, I know what that feeling is like, you know, it's that post Thanksgiving <laughs> meal feeling. Right. Uh, right. That's it. That's it. Exactly. And the, the sad part about it is most people are, have been in this, uh, very stressed out place for so long, their adrenals are burnt out. They're not even aware that they're there because they take this as normal. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's well, big. Yeah, yeah, it is. So uh, are there any other, uh, I, not to get away from saunas and we'll come back to it, but sure. are there any other tips or, or practices that, that you help people with uh, that can help increase that time in the parasympathetic state? Well, I, I think meditation is one, of course, mm-hmm. you know, um, eating well, getting a good enough sleep, having a sense of community, you know, all these things that seem so obvious, but when, when you can just do a little more of each one, then it all adds up to a good composite, you know, try to, try to have fun. You know, we're only here for a little, a little time and, uh, and, and that's it. Yeah. That's, that's beautiful. I love it. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. That's good stuff. Yeah. So, and I, yeah, go, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Well, I was, what I was thinking is, uh, you know, I know that you, you talk to a lot of people that do a good amount of workout mm-hmm. and we've worked with a lot of people, uh, in, you know, different gyms and health clubs and their own workout over the years. And a lot of them have developed routines where they will use the sauna before, mm-hmm. uh, sometimes with the door open and just to get that infrared in to give more flexibility more blood flow into the joints, into the muscles, sort of a pre-workout warm-up. Right. And it doesn't have to be for a long period of time, and you don't even have to sweat. That's not really the purpose. And then after the workout, to go in the sauna, and this time normally with the door closed, and then you can do um, a pretty intense session because you're going to take that workout, you're going to increase it, but at the same time, you're pulling lactic acid out of the muscles. Um, my, my wife, Heidi's the best one uh, her workout is working out in the garden okay. and over the, over the years, she's got a routine and what she's told me without any prodding, she says, honey, the, the times when I garden and then get in the sauna, I I'm not achy the next day. And the times that I work out in the, and she really works out, she yeah. works out four hours out in the garden, weeding and, and right. all this. And she says, if I don't take that sauna, and we, we've got an infrared sauna, obviously. She says, I wake up, I'm all achy. And, you know, I never told her that this was going to happen, but she just found that out on her own. So that's, that's pulling the lactic acid out. It's relaxing the muscles post-workout and all this. So, Okay. That's very cool. Yeah. So then yeah. um, is there a, a guideline for time? Like how long does it matter? So what I tell people is number one, and most of your listeners, I will bet are, are, have a higher awareness quotient of their bodies. All right. Right. So I tell people it's not an endurance test. So get in the sauna, start off with 15, 20 minutes. Listen to your body. Your body will tell you when it's time to get out. You know, if you can stay in, I go in for 20 minutes, I'm dripping and, and I just, there's comes a point, my body said, Hey, that's enough. Let's get out. So I know some people take, I knew one guy early on 15 years ago, did two one hour saunas every day. He was a raw foodist worked out and, uh, um, you know, he was out at the, the beach all day and very healthy guy. So it's find your own find your own rhythm and balance. Okay. Well, so, so along those lines, is there, um, is there an ideal frequency? Uh, is there an ideal time of day or is it again, just what works for you and get it done? Well, with everybody's got a busy schedule. So some people may only be able to do it, 
at, in the morning. And that's great. You know, do it when you can. Other people will find it. Some people get very energized and, and they can't sleep because they, they, they said, wow, I feel so great. Yeah. Other people sleep like a baby. So yeah, it's, it's sort of finding your own rhythm in that. I tell people that if you find your place, try to stick to it because the body will learn to detox just like we learn a specific time that we sleep, a specific time that we're hungry. Your body will say, this is my time to detox. It will, it will be ready for it. Use the sauna at least three times a week. If you want to see benefit, use it every day if you can. So those are the basic guidelines. Okay. So almost like anything else, it's think about why you're using it. If you're obviously, if you're going to use it to recover from a workout, maybe post-workout is the best time. Yes. If you want to exactly. do it for detox, then maybe you do it during, if you, per, if you practice or participate in intermittent fasting, then obviously you would want to do it at some point yes. during that fasting period. Most definitely. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. Interestingly, in, uh, in the uh, Binghamton study, the weight loss study, mm -hmm. there was greater fat loss, weight loss for the participants that used it in the uh, later afternoon and evening. Really? Okay. Yeah. Where is that study? I would like to link to it. Um, yeah. It, if you go on our website uh, under uh, the infrared sauna, uh, our website, then uh, you'll find that under why clear light. Okay. We'll have, we have some of the different studies and we've got that all laid out. Okay, perfect. So for you guys listening, make sure you go to uh, optimalperformance.com and on the video blog post for this, we'll have links to that study as well as some of the other yeah. studies that, that uh, we reference. Um, all right, well, Raleigh, since you guys, the website is Healing with Heat, are there other applications that uh, you'd like to talk about besides saunas? Other applications other than saunas? Yeah, for heat, healing with heat. Well, any, anything with infrared in it is going to be beneficial. So, uh, uh, you know, my, most of my time has been with saunas. So that's what I really know, but there are, we have been working, um, with some different, uh, heat infrared heat delivery systems, some mats. We have a mat now with amethyst and also PEMF in it. Okay. So we talked about that. So we're looking at different avenues, but it's the, the saunas have just exploded over the past few years. It seems like the, the group consciousness has gotten to that point of people wanting and understanding. So it's all we can do to keep up with the demand right now. That's what we're seeing. Well, and it's really cool too, that, you know, the technology has advanced to the point where it's not unrealistic to have a sauna at home. No, not at all. And our, our saunas snap together uh, most of them without any tools in less than an hour. And uh, most of our saunas, the two-person ones, just plug right into any outlet you have, any three-pronged outlet. Very economical. Uh, so that's important. We want everybody right. to have the ability to detox and live a happier, healthy life. So that's been our, that's been our big goal. That's the big goal. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. When we were at yeah. Paleo FX, there, was a, there were actually two sauna booths there and uh i was on uh, the uh, the pirate life podcast with tate fletcher and he was talking about uh, or maybe it was actually on our show where he was talking about <laughs> wanting one of the saunas because it looked cool it was uh it was, it was more of a portable unit with uh like a bench and <laughs> basically had a canvas over 
um, oh yeah some, yeah some lights and i i don't think I think maybe like you said earlier, if you get in something that can provide heat, it has benefit, but I don't think that that is something that provides as much benefit as a unit like what we're talking about that you guys are producing. Yeah, we've been making it for a long time, and I guess we have the 20 years of really deciphering and decoding what infrared does and how it works on the human body and all that. So we've devoted the time to make it safe and effective. So it's like with everything, when people start doing things for their health, you know, it's beyond just a hobby. You know, I, I thought about, I, I'm going to take a, a long hiking trip and I bought one of those, you know, uh, backpacks that has the water in it, yeah. but I didn't really think about, you know, am I going to use this? Is this practical? Am I going to want to suck water out of a tube? So I spent about 35 bucks. Now you can go out and spend, you know, 150 bucks for one of those. But if it, that's not really for my health, that's just so I don't have to carry a glass of, you know, a, a, a bottle. Right. But for something that has to do with my health, man, I'll, I'll spend whatever it takes to get the best and, and to make, make certain that it works. Cause it's, this is all I got. This is my only yeah. life. Yeah. You get one life, one body. Um, yeah. So I think we'll see. You yeah. Know? Yeah. 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 So, so tell us about this mat with the amethyst and the uh, PEMF. So we started uh, a lot of the heater um, research that we did in manufacturing was in South Korea. And so over the years, I ran across a lot of different companies. So there's a great company in South Korea that uh, manufactures these, just an amethyst mat, a big amethyst it's got about 30 pounds of crushed amethyst. It's wow. heated with uh, infrared. Now, there's something about crystals that the way that crystals interact and direct energy and heat. And so that's, and the Koreans have this down. So we decided that, you know, it wouldn't be a good idea to put PEMF in there. And so that's what we've done. Okay. is we've combined both worlds um, so that you can get the infrared and or the PEMF. And it's, uh, we think, very reasonably priced unit. And that's the other thing, is to get something that people can afford. Yeah, So that's course. what we've been working on. And we've just been started bringing these out, I don't know, within the last six months. So I'm, I'm real pleased with it, though. What would be the application for this? So um, if people, let's say, for PEMF, what PEMF does is, in a way, a corollary to infrared because it increases um, blood flow okay. in the small arterioles. And um, there's actually um, a unit that they sell, that doctors sell, mm-hmm. if you have a, a bone fracture, mm-hmm. that will reduce the time in healing the fracture using PEMF to do that. So it's the same type of idea that anywhere that you have... Um, a disease or illness or something, if you can increase blood flow to that area, you're going to bring in more nutrition, you're going to take out more waste products. And by that, you increase uh, the metabolism and you increase the healing. Right. So it's, it's very simple. And that's what PEMF does. So to combine these both um, sounded like a, just a, a, a good marriage. Of two technologies, yeah. So, so the mat then, like if, if we had a stand-up desk at home, we could put the mat on the floor and stand on it during the day? Uh, is it maybe use it's it? More, it's, it's more like a lay-down type okay. uh, mat so that, um, you know, some people 
spend time laying down or they just want to rest. Uh, so it's for using in, in that period of time. Now, there is a difference in heat coming in when you're touching the body. Mm-hmm. So a portion of your body is going to be touching the mat. Right. That's called conductive heat. That's different than a heater where the wavelength is coming out. Now, you're still getting a percentage of that, but some of the heat is going to be conductive. Right. So when I talked about that uh, resonant frequency, you're going to be getting some of that. So I guess what I'm saying, you're not going to replace the sauna with a mat because it's not having the same action. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Well, and it's nowhere near the same amount of heat either. No, no, it's very, it's very gentle and it's hitting you from, uh, one side and, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just made to be more palliative. And then with the PEMF, um, you get that, that blood flow and all, if anyone wants to look up PEMF, there's just a tremendous amount of information out there as you've seen, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, that that is one episode that we have not uh, recorded yet. And I think, um, if, if we can get maybe Dr. Jack Cruz or, or somebody else on the show sure. uh, to, to go really in depth with us on that, I think that's, that's definitely something that we would like to do. Um, yeah. Cool. Well, so what other um, benefits or, or treatments are you guys pursuing with the saunas? I, I know people are talking everything from traumatic brain injury, PTSD. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, PTSD is very interesting um, because, again, you're taking sort of that fight or flight, mm-hmm. but you're locking it into a deeper level. Um, so that's not something that we're active. We're not actively pursuing, but we have seen um, a lot of people get good benefit from, you know, skin health is a big one. Yeah. Um, we're seeing a lot of people that are reporting, uh, uh, you know, good outcomes in their skin. That's usually... Ryan, the first thing that shows up when people get the sauna, a lot of people will get a call within the first week and they'll go, you know, I got it for this. But the first thing I notice is my skin is so soft. That's because the toxins are coming out and it's sort of just, you know, washing the skin. That's the first area that it that it hits. So sleep patterns, uh, um, you know, de-stressing, detoxification, weight loss, uh, reducing pain. All these things, it's uh, just sitting in, in the sauna, and uh, now we've got Bluetooth in there. You can put on your favorite music and just relax. And just don't, you know, don't answer the phone while you're in there. You know, lock the kids out or bring the kids in, your choice. But, you know, it's, it's that type of thing to have your own little sanctuary right. in your house where you can retreat to, and everyone needs that. So that's, that's the benefits. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Now, what can you tell us about how the infrared um, is impacting our our mitochondria? What's going on at that level? So uh, there have been different studies. So if you put in uh, just infrared mitochondria, there does seem to be at certain wavelengths that it boosts the mitochondria. Mm -hmm. And as you all know, (laughs) as you know, I just spent time with some of my grandkids. Man, they got some active mitochondria. (laughs) and something different than mine. So anything you can do to boost the mitochondria, you know, it gets very scientific and in-depth. So if anyone's interested at that level, just look look those two things up and there's a lot of different studies. So um, most of that is, uh, again, going into that near-infrared range. Okay. 
Okay. And and not so much in the far that that we've seen. Okay. So um, that's the benefit. And then a lot of what you'll see in uh, in the sauna industry is we talk about a full spectrum. That's what we talk about in yeah. Clearlight. The full spectrum sauna. So we have one line of saunas that uh, has far, mid, and and near infrared all in one. So if yeah. people were shopping them, then if you wanted full spectrum, that's near, far, that, and mid. If you wanted correct. just far infrared, you could get one that is just far infrared. Right. And, okay. and just if you haven't, if they have any questions or want to, you know, they can talk to one of our specialists and kind of explain. And most people have a, a lot of times a specific need right. that they're looking to address. And, right. and, and that's it. So, okay. so I think, yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I think people will be surprised. Or even if you don't buy a sauna, just find a sauna you know, nearby and go and get in. And I think everybody, everyone that I know that I've ever sent into a sauna or has gone in the sauna the first time they come out and they go, wow, that was totally different. You know, right. They're amazed. Right. Right. Yeah. So I've got to ask you your thoughts on saunas and, and heat therapy versus cold exposure and cold therapy. Wow. The cryotherapy. Isn't that cool? (laughs) <laughs> I have not tried that yet, but I've seen, uh, you know, videos of people doing it. Right. I just think that's just so outstanding. And to me, I haven't done a lot of studying on it, but it just logically makes sense that, and, and this is how I look at cryotherapy and not from any learned position. Right. All right. Okay. But just a guy that spent 20 years studying infrared is that we get stuck in patterns in our body, you know, patterns of, and and you could call it a pattern or if you could really look at it and call it a rut. So I think shocking the body in that way has just got to be good. Um, there was a hot springs up above Napa that um, I, I love going up to. And it would have a very, very hot pool and a very, very cold plunge. I mean, hot, like 110, 112 degrees degrees Mm -hmm. and then you go from there into the cold plunge that was just spring water coming out of the side of the mountain right and you jump into that cold plunge and it it does something to you so um who knows maybe i'll try that someday but that's kind of that's my outlook but not really a learned response okay okay so uh just anything we can do to to get out of that stasis homeostasis and Okay. But it, it's kind of like the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. You know, it, to me, what I've seen is that fight or flight or what did you say? The uh, feed and breed. I yeah. like that. Feed and breed. Is that that set point where it's normally maybe down here. Mm-hmm. If you're stressed out all the time, all the time, all the time. Now that set point is kind of way up there. Right. That's what you want to you want to break. You want to break that higher set point, which makes it more difficult to kind of be down in this normal range of existence. So we're always, you're always going to have the, you know, going from the fight or flight and back into one. You just, you don't want to live there. It's a bad place. Right, right. Okay. So, Raleigh, tell us one thing that you know now that you wish you knew at 25. Hmm. I wish that I would have followed every dream that I had. That's, that's the one thing I ended up following a lot of my dreams, but it took me a while to figure out and give myself permission to follow the ones that I didn't. Okay. So 
Yeah. So I guess another way of saying that would be to follow your dreams. Yeah. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Um, so we already mentioned it once, but let's go ahead and do it again. Tell our listeners where they can find you. Sure. So if you go to healwithheat.com or call us at 1-800-317-5070, that'll get you to the right people. And then also, if you mention the code natural stacks, that gets special pricing and a free for the people that are at the point that they want to get a sauna. Okay, perfect, perfect. So now yeah. uh, the, the closing question that we ask all of our guests, we, right? we want to know your top three tips to live optimal. Wow. Top three tips to live optimally. Have a very optimistic attitude. Okay. Now for me, and I'm not preaching, but for me, I, I only eat plant products. So that's really important to me. Uh, so optimistic attitude, uh, plant products, and and let your love out. Just let it out, okay? Don't hide it. Just let that stuff out, okay? <laughs> I love it. I love it. So all right, now on that last one, let your love out, is that something that has always come naturally to you or is that something that you had to work to feel comfortable with? I think I definitely had to work to feel comfortable with because I think being a guy, you know, and uh, we're supposed to be macho and uh, not express our feelings. And uh, yeah, I, I just I just realized at some point that this stuff had to come out, you know, that it was in there. Yeah. So why not let it out? And that's that's what it's all about. So hopefully that's how we treat our customers and the people we come in contact now, if you talk to my teenagers, or I have a teenager at home still, he would have a different version of that, but uh, how I let my love out. But uh, he'll say, well, that guy can be a real jerk at times, but uh, maybe you can be a jerk in a loving way. But uh, yeah. Well, I, I think it's because you care about him and, and you're, you're, I, I, yeah, you're, that's you're, definitely you're true. the father of a teenager. So I think that, that comes that, with the territory. It comes with the territory, so we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Okay. Well, great, great talking to you, and uh, uh, really nice uh, uh, being with you for this time. Yeah, Raleigh, we really appreciate your time, your your expertise, and uh, appreciate everything for all you guys listening. Make sure you go to optimalperformance.com. You'll be able to see the video version of this, along with uh, the links that we talked about, links to healing with heat, links to the studies. Uh, and if you have not done so, please go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, let us know how much you like the Optimal Performance Podcast, and share this podcast with anybody you know who will benefit from and enjoy the things we're talking about, uh, whether it's saunas, um, spending more time in the parasympathetic state, uh, or learning how to let your love out and and you know share you share with the world the things that that make you so happy. So. Raleigh, thanks a lot. This has been awesome. Take care, Ryan.